Hello, med students. My name is Zach Olson, and thank you for downloading this episode of the EM Clerkship Podcast. Today, we are covering a core topic. You will see one of these patients on your rotation. You'll probably see one of them almost every shift. And if you listen closely, these can be really easy cases and a good boost for your slow. So here's this week's case. Okay, everybody, we have a 44-year-old male. He's coming from work. We picked him up at a lumber yard. He was lifting a box of chains they use, and he states he uh, felt a sharp pain in his back and was unable to walk after that. Uh, vitals uh, were all stable. He does smoke, doesn't have any history, no meds, no allergies. We did give him 50 mics of fentanyl for pain relief. Uh, states it went from a 10 to a 6. Yeah, so uh, so apparently they use these chains to kind of like lock down loads on trucks. He was picking it up. He set it right down after the pain came on. No trauma, didn't fall or anything like that. Um, but then he kind of sat down and said he was unable to move afterwards. Okay, any questions? All right, good luck, Jim. Today we are talking about the approach to back pain. And here's why I love this complaint. Sure, there are some really annoying chronic pain patients out there, but I like that you don't really have to know testing or the workup very much. The only testing you need to know for back pain is the imaging. The patient either has red flags and they need an x-ray and then an MRI, or they don't have red flags and they don't need an MRI. It's that straightforward. Don't overcomplicate things. What you need to focus on are all of the red flags on history and exam. Very similar to these headache patients. These are red flag-based complaints. You can look really, really, really smart to your attending if you put these red flags in your presentation. It shows that you know exactly what is going on. These are the cases that get you high, high scores on your slow. These are big cases for you guys. So like I said, the main thing that you need to know today is that the patient either has red flags and they need an x-ray and probably an MRI, or they don't, and you just treat their pain, like in the pain episode, and send them out for outpatient management. So let's go through this. There are five really bad diagnoses that you need to understand. These are the bad causes of back pain. They are problems with the aorta, infections, cord compression, fractures, and cancer. That's what goes in your differential. Issues with the aorta, infections, cord compression, fractures, cancer. If you don't ever miss those in a sea of chronic back pain, then you are one of the best emergency medicine physicians that's ever lived. Aorta, infection, compression, fracture, cancer. Those are the five things you're looking for. So let's go through these. Step one, look for the red flags for aorta issues. So we're talking AAA, aortic dissection. The big one here is age. Once patients start getting over 50, 55, you need to be screening them with a bedside ultrasound for issues with their aorta. Hypertension is a big red flag here. But like I said before, it's not just AAA that's the issue. Aortic dissection can happen in the abdomen too. So you have to, gotta ask them about ripping pain, tearing pain, and check pulses in each foot. 
That's how you can kind of screen for a dissection. Issues with the aorta, those red flags are age, hypertension, tearing pain, and abnormal pulses in the feet. Step two, look for the red flags for infections. You got to ask about fever. Obviously, you're measuring a temperature. Ask about HIV, immunosuppression, diabetes, that sort of thing. Any evidence at all of infection or if a patient's at risk for infections, x-ray and MRI. Step three, look for the red flags of cord compression. Your goal here is to identify early neurologic deficits without the symptoms progressing to the more severe and late stage neurologic deficits. The big, big, big neurodeficit here is urinary retention. Especially, most importantly, is objective urinary retention on ultrasound. This is called a post-void residual. You have them pee and then you look at how much fluid is left in the bladder. Saddle anesthesia is another big red flag here. Fecal incontinence, rectal tone, leg strength, ability to walk, those are your big red flags for cord compression, especially cauda equina, and these go in your presentation every time. You have to do a full neuro exam, and you have to mention it in your presentation. Step four, red flags for fractures. Has there been a recent trauma, falls, that sort of thing? I once had a patient with a bad compression fractures from riding hard on his tractor. So that's the kind of stuff you're looking for. And then last, step five, you're looking for red flags for cancer. Do they have a history of cancer? But also, are they having night sweats and unexplained weight loss? That's it, you guys. Those are your red flags. For the aorta, we're talking about age, high blood pressure, ripping pain, pulses in the feet, for infections, you're looking for fevers, HIV, immunosuppression. Drug use is another good one. Cord compression, it's all about the neuro exam, urinary retention, saddle anesthesia, rectal tone, making sure they can walk. And then history of trauma for fractures and a history of cancer. If you always are thinking about those five things and you do a solid neurologic exam, you have become a rock star. Now, a few extra pearls here you got to treat their pain, regardless of if they have cauda equina syndrome or just chronic back pain. Classically, we used to always give opiates for this, although this is changing. Naproxen specifically has been proven in trials to be equivalent to opiates. Another drug that people really like is flexoral, cyclobenzaprine. This is your, you know, quote, muscle relaxant, although it's really mostly a placebo, but patients love it. Again, if the patients do have red flags... X-ray, MRI, although in the vast majority of these patients, they have musculoskeletal back pain or sciatica and the common type stuff. And then last, if you really want to help your patients, and I know you do, your attendings won't ever hear you do this. It won't help you on your slow, and it sounds kind of lame, but it is very, 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 very important that patients get back on their feet when they have back pain. By far, this is the intervention that improves outcomes and prevents them from getting chronic back pain. Do whatever you can do to encourage them to stay on their feet, move around. You know, you don't want them going to the gym, but you want them taking walks. This is really important. And that pretty much covers back pain. I want to give a special shout out today of Katie. Now, when I wrote this podcast, it was a couple weeks ago. She was interviewing out at our program. She said hi, and she was the first person who interviewed at the University of Tennessee Nashville who made a point of complimenting the podcast 
which made my day. So if you're still listening, I'm sure you're on to bigger and better things now. We're matching soon and that kind of stuff. But hi, Katie. Hope you enjoyed interview day. Shoot me an email, Z-A-C-K, Zach, at emclerkship.com with any questions you have. Please tell a friend about the podcast. And until next time, keep working hard, keep studying, and be sure to enjoy your shift.